anyway. How the heck do you play D&D anyway? <laughs> what the heck is D&D anyway? <laughs> if you've accidentally clicked on this and already know how to play D&D, please move on. You're a fool. Turn back. <laughs> you don't belong here. Get out of here. What are you doing? Go on you now. don't want to. <laughs> we're gonna take our time and kind of really walk through it, so probably move on. But maybe go check out who the heck are we anyway? <laughs> which is our other episode zero where we talk about our our characters, uh, and which we just finished recording, so we're feeling really good about. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, it's my understanding that the plane of Dungeon Dragons is in fact the channeling of Satan. Um, is this true or untrue? Thank you for bringing that up, Nathan. Uh, in the 80s, <laughs> a time you might be more familiar with than any of us. Ooh! Oh, Catherine's spicy today. Oh. Uh, yes, it is not true. Well, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winking heavily at you, Katie. <laughs> you gonna wink? <laughs> Let me get a nod towards Katie. But yeah, um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons is all about having crazy adventures and role playing together. So instead of playing a board game or a card game where you have pieces that do certain things and there's rules, instead there's rule. there are rules and there are, are many, many, in fact, if you want to really get into it, books that you can interact with. Although all you really need is, is the first player's manual or some good Googling skills. And unlike a board game, the whole adventure is something that we are improving together. So D&D is a role-playing game. In our minds. Minds, 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 minds. It's a role-playing game where you have your character and you move about a world that I, as the game manager or GM, which can be called game master or dungeon master even, but we're going with game manager is in charge of kind of the environment and describing the room you're in or the dungeon you're diving into or the monster you're fighting uh, or the shopkeep that you are harassing endlessly for better prices and that they don't want to give you better prices. And why do you keep bothering them? But you are. I get... <laughs> Look at it, Anna. Really? really I was like, I feel like it's really pointed. Uh... <laughs> I'm just playing customers from real life. <laughs> life experience just, just banging on the on the window are you open yep are you open are you open now <laughs> that's how Anna brings her I'm real late. life experience into the game into the game yeah so each of the players the other four people who are here with me Anna hey Caitlin <laughs> hello Katie hey and Nathan hello <laughs> are, are we doing sultry yeah. Yeah. Katie? Hey. <laughs> no, I take it back. It was too good. It was too good. <laughs> I don't like the idea of Bodger as sultry. <laughs> you don't like a sultry little, sultry, sexy little bunny? <laughs> no. I mean, I'd, I'd ask him to put pants on if that's how he's going to be. Yeah, so we, of course, well, the players who are playing characters that they've created... Uh, along some rules that D&D has, they're going to try to do stuff. They're going to say, hey, I'm going to climb over over that wall and break into this palace, or I'm going to try to pickpocket this uh, commander of the police, or a bunch of other... Imagine something that's a bad idea. They're going to try to do it. And so 
instead of me just arbitrarily saying, no, that's stupid, you don't get to do that, we make them roll dice. <laughs> so they roll a 20-sided dice, by and large, is the dice we use the most in Dungeons & Dragons. And that means that we call it a D20. So dice 20, D20. Um, and there are other dice that we use sometimes too, and we'll just, we will use the same rule, D6 has six sides and so on. But anyway, they will roll a 20-sided dice and that will tell us whether they successfully pickpocketed the head of police or if he detects them. And in that case, I would probably make it really, really hard. I get to decide how hard it is. They have to roll 20 or above, say, on that one because he is staring right at them and it would be very hard to pickpocket the head of police's pockets. Catherine, how do you roll above a 20 on a 20-sided dice? Yeah. Well, uh, our rogue character, Hoss... Uh, he probably has some skill in pickpocket. He's probably not the first time he's ever tried to pickpocket. He's learned a bunch. So he has a character, or Anna has a character sheet about Haas that describes his rogue skills. And rogue is his class, uh, which basically means a bundle of skills he has um, and how he will level up in time as he experiences more. And when he rolls that d20, he gets to add stuff. Or sometimes, I guess, to subtract stuff, depending. But in the case of pickpocketing, what would you be adding there, Anna? Sleight of hand is what it's called in D&D. Mm, let's take a look. Do, 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 do. I would be adding five because I am proficient. Ooh. Okay, so even at a very low-level character, Haas is very good at pickpocketing. So he would roll, uh, Anna would roll a D20. And let's do it. Roll me a D20. You're trying to pickpocket the head of police's pocket. Uh, okay, wait. I, I had him in my mouth. I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, please do not put uh, dice. In. I don't know how many times I'll have to say this. <laughs> okay. All right. I rolled a six. So then I would add my five for 11. So I said it was, I said in my head, I, I would normally not say aloud that this is so improbable to be successful that there would need a total of 20. Um, so they fail. So uh, in the case of, the chief of police is uh, Haas is trying to pickpocket the chief of police's pockets. Uh, we'd now be dealing with me playing the chief of police and saying, "Hey, what are you doing? Get the heck out of here! What do you want me to arrest you?" I was just looking for loose change, man. Calm down, calm down. You ask? Did you not go into people's pockets? <laughs> and that's me being as charitable as I could possibly be towards Haas because he should probably just be in jail. He's <laughs> like a more realistic outcome. <laughs> <laughs> that being said in no way has Haas asked to pickpocket I, I forced the issue but <laughs> I don't think Haas would choose to do that under normal circumstances he might <laughs> wild card yeah we got a lot of wild cards on this Ireland cold pepper so whenever the players want their characters to do something where success is not guaranteed and failure is possible, we let the dice tell us in combination with their innate skills and the things that they've learned and are good at or bad at to let us know what happens. And honestly, it's pretty amazing. The dice have a story to tell is often something that uh, becomes apparent because uh, there are zany outcomes aplenty when you let um, a bit of randomness uh, in interact with your storytelling. The other thing to know about rolling a d20 to see if you're successful or not is that if one of the players ever roll a one, 
they auto fail. It's a, it's called a critical failure and they fail as hard as you can fail at something. Um, in that case, Haas would have gone to jail just now. The, uh, opposite is true about a 20. If they roll a 20, it's called a natural 20. So they haven't added anything yet. It's just actually a 20 on the dice. That means that they have succeeded epically. And I get to come up with what that means, but basically they have done as best as, as good as they could do on this thing. Even if they have no skill in that thing. And usually they would have failed somehow, you know, it happens to all of us. We're walking around doing something that we probably shouldn't have tried. We've never tried it before. And beginner's luck. We were okay at it. And you pick back at a cop. Who hasn't done that? Yeah, yeah, as as one does. As one does. The chief of police. Uh, And boom, you're really good at it. (laughs) And boom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are we not loving my example of... (laughs) No, that was good. That was... Okay. And boom, you didn't pickpocket the right pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the wrong pocket in every which way. But yeah, so in general, that is how Dungeons and Dragons work. Each of the characters that uh, populate the world, especially the ones played by our players, have a uh, species. So that's the word we're using. So they are, um, in our case, there are dwarves that are big onto mining and metallurgy. There are kobolds who are uh, dragon kin, but they live underground and they are um, maybe not as elevated as dragons are. Not as not as wise, uh, at least on the surface. Um, and then basically dragons don't like to admit that they are related in any way to kobolds is what I'm getting at. Um, and uh, herringons, who are bunny people, and fearbolds. So those are the species, um, and you know, if you're a half giant fearbulk, you're gonna be a lot t- taller than a bunny person. So. As a fearbulk, uh, what is my non-giant half? Mystery. Mystery. T B D. I mean, both my parents were fearbulks, but um, you know, they they are not. Are you sure giants. though? I think I the mean, other half is just shorter than giant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So fear books uh, have a lot of, have some lore already in the D&D world. But in terms of this game, uh, that is a good question. And it is TBD. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> that sound didn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Another reason that we might roll dice or that we will be rolling dice is when they are attacking someone or trying to damage something, break break down a door, that kind of thing, they uh, will be rolling different dice based on their character sheet and skills and what they're trying to do that will tell us how much damage they're doing to something. Uh, so when uh, they're saying, like, I'm rolling 3d6s or something like that, that's what they're doing is figuring out what damage they are doing after they've successfully, you know, started attacking something. Are there any other things we use dice for other than snacks? Um, fidget spinners. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Def- uh, yeah. Definitely. Fidget spinners. One hundred. Yeah. The uh, the D eight yeah. is my favorite for fidget spinning. Eight sided dice. <laughs> yeah. In our games, we uh, to make things easier are not going to be focusing too much on like you're five feet away from something. We kind of just have you're close to something when we're doing attacking um, and range. Close to something. You're far away from something. Because we are not using, you know, this is a podcast. It's all audio. So we're going to use that kind of simplified version. Um, And another simplification that we're doing is we're doing a lot of, if you do something really smart before you try 
to pickpocket. Like if you use chloroform in the air first and we're wearing a gas mask and we're knocking out the chief of police, <laughs> I would probably say you could try to pickpocket with advantage because you have you have gained an advantage in this situation. That would mean that you would get to roll twice and take the highest result. The opposite is true of disadvantage. If you're doing something that really doesn't make, in fact, probably literally the exact thing I just said, which is trying to pickpocket the chief of police, I would make you probably roll that at disadvantage in, if we were really in game because it's so implausible and you would take the worst outcome. So that's something that we do quite regularly is advantage and disadvantage. Just to kind of streamline it, we do it more often than it might come up in a regular D&D game, but it sort of helps us move along instead of trying to fuss around with like a plus two in this case or that kind of thing. So some of the checks that we do that might be good to understand, so with some of the skills that people use, uh, both well and not well throughout, uh, come up pretty regularly. There's one called Arcana, and that means it's basically anything about how you use magic. So it's a funny word, but it's arcane, right? Arcana. And it's, you know, your knowledge of uh, of magic, your ability with magic, something that's not a direct spell or something, but where you're just using your innate knowledge or ability with magic is an arcana check. Another one to know is perception. So that's taking a moment to see if you notice anything about the environment, if your character is picking up on anything odd that might be happening in the environment, which is different than investigation which is a check we do pretty regularly, which is like you're trying to find something in this environment on purpose, trying to find a locked hidden thing or something. And then I guess the other one is insight. That's a bit funny to at first understand. It's like if someone's talking to you, you might say, can I roll insight to try to, my character wants to try to read like into what they're saying, try to understand if they're lying or if they believe what they're telling me or that kind of thing. That's what insight's for. Wonderful. I feel like this is all me talking. Should I make each of you explain one of those? No. No. <laughs> I, well. I don't think I could. Yeah. This has been like Catherine teaching you Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> well, four people listen. I mean, that's real life. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, how I play every time. <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> if you want to know more about Dungeons and Dragons and you want to get a game going with your friends, um, the there are two books: the player's manual and the, the player's Master, handbook. The player's handbook and the dungeon master's handbook. Am I right? Yep. The cu- first couple chapters of each of those books are incredibly helpful in understanding what the heck this whole thing is about and how you might proceed. And I just really encourage you not to try to take it all in at once and just go do it. Just like most things, if you kind of know enough to jump in and start trying it, you can look stuff up as you go. It is a it can seem a bit overwhelming if you're trying to learn absolutely every single rule about every single thing. Um, and honestly, we'll slow down your action. So just jump in. And uh, there's a lot of prefab worlds. Our world is one that we've built and that, that I went on to build more that they don't know about. But there are lots of adventures that you can just jump into that are already created and have all the stats and all the information that you need. With that, uh, go check out Who the Heck Are We Anyway? and or episode one and uh, kick off into entrance into Dragonfruit University's magical leadership program. Mm-hmm.